Hey everybody, this is Chad Daniels. Thank you for tuning in to the middle of somewhere. Hey, just a couple of quick dates. As you know, I do this all the time. I'm going to be at a bachelor party 30 miles south of Austin, Texas, and uh, it's going to be fun. There's no doubt about that. You might hear, you might hear a little something about it. Uh, January 30th through February 1st, I'm going to be at the Portland Helium. January 2nd, flying home to watch somebody else in the Super Bowl. <laughs> January 6th, I will be at the Hollywood Improv in Los Angeles. That show's sold out. I'm not adding February a second 6th, one. February 6th. Oh, that's what I meant. February 6th, I'll be at the Hollywood Improv. It's sold out. I'm not going to add a second one because uh, it's, it's too much. It's too much stuff. I'll be at uh, CD White, CB Live, Phoenix, CD what? CB Arizona, February 8th. February 12th, Huntsville, Alabama at Stand Up Live. Then the 13th through the 15th, I'll be at Zany's. Then we go Orlando Improv. February 25th, Side Splitters Comedy Club in Tampa. February 26th, February 27th, West Palm Beach Improv. And then my daughter and I are flying down to Key West for her little birthday party. My nephew Ethan is in Tampa. Interesting. Maybe, maybe he'll come to your little show there. I hope he comes for sure. That'd yeah. be great. All right. If this is your first episode, start at the beginning. I know it's a long haul, but you'll thank us. You actually, you absolutely should. Also, when I was uh, in uh, driving from Cincinnati to Louisville for a show, I was in a truck stop bathroom and a guy was shitting, and it sounded just like the clippity clop, clippity clop song. Hey everybody, this is Chad Daniels, and you have landed in the middle of somewhere. Across from me is Cy Amundsen. Hello! My co-host, which Hello. in Cincinnati at Go Bananas, uh, Zach, very funny young man, kept introducing me from the podcast Middle of Somewhere with Cy Amundsen, like I was just a fucking part-time guest. <laughs> oh, that's... The greatest thing I've ever heard. You sure about that? You sure you want to go there? We ready? No, I said before the show that I didn't, and I kind of do now. Yeah, I think I can handle it. I know everybody there is angry and, and bummed that I couldn't come, and I'm very sad about that, but that little nugget brightens up my shitty day. Anyways, so... I don't want to go there. Who's in the corner? Who's in the corner? Yeah. <laughs> I seriously, here's what just happened. I thought to myself, Chad, you don't want to do this. You're a good friend. And then I felt my lip curl over one of my canine teeth like I was snarling. And I was like, it's go time. And then I go, hey, dude, relax. You're Pump not pulling a sled. You're not pulling a sled. Just relax. In the corner is Hey Bales. Hey Bales. And he's dressed like he has some poetry to read. What the fuck are you wearing today? <laughs> Hold on. Just. Yeah. What? Ladies and gentlemen, in the corner, hay bales. And this next poem is called, Are You My Father? What the fuck? Hay bales is wearing, hay bales is wearing jeans, which we don't see on him a ton because it's I'd, I'd like to just quickly say kudos to you for just having five pockets <laughs> on what you're wearing below your waist today. That is impressive, and I know that you probably had to bring some sort of backpack to bring the rest of your kit, but... 
I think it's great. I'm going to tell you, though, they're the sort of jeans that even though they only have about five pockets, they do look like they probably had at one point that little hammer strap. You know, the little hammer hook that you slide the hammer in. <laughs> they look like they had those. And when Hay Bales got them from one of the people in his dorm who was selling them, he was like, I don't need the hammer hook. I'm more of an indoor cat. And he cut that off. <laughs> Those are the kind of jeans that have a longer hem at the bottom. Yes. Be because you know they're going to get frayed when you're hanging drywall. <laughs> <laughs> and then on top, he has just a, a pure black crew neck sweatshirt and to be and and then you and i don't take a lot of stances but before the show he called his look the louis ck and you right. and i were both like hey bills that's inappropriate this is there are certain things we joke about but fucking not funny man just to be clear i never use the word inappropriate i hopped right into a story about my manager calling me and having to explain that i was doing some sort of weird workout thing before she called because I was breathing super heavy on the phone. <laughs> doing eight sets of Jack and this dick. He it's the top. The, the top shirt is that's what gives him the poetry vibe. Just the pure black shirt. Like I either have some poetry to do or I have to go work at the coffee shop that you really hate coming to. Or I'm going to steal something and get caught. Oh, it yeah. Also, it also looks like it looks like I'm wearing black. They'll never see me. And Jeez. then just just his Minnesota winter pasty ass white face, <laughs> which we all have. But I'm saying juxtaposition of the shirt and your dark black hair. Yeah. with Your pasty face. You're just going to look like a head cruising through Walmart when you're stealing shit. Yeah. You look like a dumb cat robber. <laughs> Also, uh, is cat robber a word? No, uh -uh. cat burglar is a word. <laughs> I was but just, to be fair, I was waiting. To be fair, he does look like a cat robber. What is? What would a cat robber even be? I got someone who give me that cat. Give me, give me, give me the cat. <laughs> <laughs> well, to be fair, I, I I think you look great. I think you're very handsome. I think your hair looks nice. You know, I'd never seen you with short hair. Till I finally, after eight months, accepted your friend request on Facebook. <laughs> I don't even, listen, here's the deal. I don't look at Facebook or a lot of messages on a lot of things because I have a, I'm raising a fucking child. And I know it's like, I should have time to do that stuff, but I don't go through them very often. I've had the 20 message alert on my Facebook account for about five straight years. It just keeps, because 20 is the max. So it just keeps sending me, like, you still have at least 20 messages. I, I get that every day. That's got to feel good. Well, it feels weird because I'm sure somebody's going to be like, hey, uh, yeah, we tried to contact you six months ago about... Uncle you know. Ronnie died. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's interesting, though? That would be how my family had to get a hold of me because I refused to give any of them my number. That's smart, though. I think so, too. I, I got invited to watch the national championship this past week. I've become friends with Ben Lieber, who is the very sure. talented former Viking Ben Lieber. And uh, I don't go to a lot of stuff. And I showed up there and I was the hay bales of that party <laughs> because the, this was like. Can I tell you something? I mean, you're the actual hay bales of this party. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Just so you know that. <laughs> I mean, this should not come as a shock to you. When you leave your house, you are the hay bales of outside. <laughs> so I pulled up and 
And I knew already I was out of my element because as I pulled up, like everybody was parked on the street. And as I drove by everybody's SUV, I was like, "Ah, these people have done more things than me. It was like (laughs) Tahoe, Lexus, Mercedes, Tahoe. And so I pulled my shitty little Volkswagen down to the end and uh, I went inside and everybody there was so nice and and fun to be around. But they were all like, you know, that level of like accomplished adult man where of course i do there <laughs> no you don't because you look and dress like me you have a hoodie and a stocking cap on right now these guys all had like like button-up shirts with like a vest over it like a puffy vest but it looked fine on them you're like oh that's a level of <laughs> money i don't understand <laughs> and it like i did that thing where that i do a lot two things one i showed up and everybody because i was in I was in jeans with a hole in the knee, an REI t-shirt that had some mountains on it, and then this like cardigan, this multicolored, and with my long hair and beard, I'm sure they're like, hey, did Ben hire an Almond Brothers cover band to shut this party down? <laughs> hey, look, somebody just wandered out of the woods. They must be lost. Hey, Ben, your prescription meds that you didn't order are here. And so... <laughs> I did that thing where like, I was meeting people and I found out how old a couple of them are. And in my head, everybody there was like 20 years older than me. And I kept meeting them and I was like, oh, you're, oh, you're my age? Oh, kill myself? Okay. I'm going to go sleep in my car for a year. Like they, And I do that, by the way, I do that with height all the time. So this isn't, like I have very little understanding of who I am. I'll see a tall person from across a party and I'll be like, look at this fucking circus freak. How's the air up there? And then you get up close, you're like, I'm two inches taller than you? Okay. Okay, I'm a freak. I'm going to go out in the hallway. That happens to me constantly except the end part. Which I just go, I just go, Hey, how's the air up there? And then I walk over to him and I'm still a foot shorter. Than that. <laughs> Can I tell you how proud I am about you about not turning this into your clinical obesity? Thank you very much. Can I tell you something you wanted I've, to? I've lost six pounds. Okay. I've Off lost which six tip? pounds and I'm still, I'm still doing it. <laughs> You're a good friend. <laughs> How was your New Year's Eve gig at Cincinnati? It wasn't great. No, it wasn't because you didn't show up and I heard all about it all weekend. <laughs> like Anyways, him, let's like keep like going. Like we love him and we miss him sort of way? Yeah, but the opposite. <laughs> so I feel like a lot of the stories on this podcast have one of three results. Okay. They make us look like a psycho. Yes. They make us look dumb. Check. And on very rare occasion, I would say one in about 50, they make us look kind of awesome. I'm still waiting for mine. Oh, I I thought the one was yours. Oh, interesting. So I, knowing that most of our material comes from us looking like dumb psychos, this, I have a story for you that happened this last week that isn't. It isn't dramatic or some epic tale, but I think we could do this show for 20 years and neither of us would do something that just seemed simply dumber. Okay. So now go ahead. Go. I was just going to say that uh, b- before you got into this, because I don't know how long it's going to be, I was going to tell you. It might be like I've re- two weeks long. Yeah. That I've received several messages about people swallowing money. 
Oh, yeah. I think Like a lot. I have also got... Hey, you ate pennies, you dipshit. The, the only messages that bothered me weren't... They didn't bother me. They were just like... People basically messaged me like, why don't you just keep the pennies in your mouth and then take them out when you left the store? And that's absolutely... And in normal psi brain, that's what I do a hundred out of a hundred times because I don't, ugh, I don't like eating. Pen- but I was just in sure. such a, I, I was having a bad morning. So, but I also think you can't suck on pen. I mean, number one, everyone tells you, everyone tells you like, hey, if you get pulled over when you're drinking, suck on pennies and it'll throw the the breathalyzer off. That's a thing. Yeah, that's what they tell you. But I think it's just to see how fucking dumb you are. It's like, <laughs> hey, if your hand is bigger than your face, you're sick. And then they hit your hand into your face. I mean, I think it's one of those. Because pennies, t- t- pennies taste like multivitamins. You ever held a multivitamin in your mouth for oh, longer than it's one second? the worst. It's disgusting. Now, the message that bothered before me the you, most. Before you do that, do you think that's just some really funny cop started that rumor like 20 years ago? I think a cop started that rumor so he knew who was drinking. Because he's like, what do you have, fucking pennies in your mouth? Get out here. You're arrested. <laughs> Idiot. There's no other way to... Why else would you have pennies in your mouth? Oh, you're mad that someone wouldn't give you pennies and you put them in your mouth? <laughs> Only a fucking spaz would do that. <laughs> the message that bothered me the most about this is it was someone sent me a message about how on the way home from church on Christmas Eve, one of the children was super tired. So they were laying down in this van, like in between the seats. And then child abuse, this child and, abuse, buckle and then they're. Their older, but this was in the 80s. Okay, their 80s old, child abuse. Their older sister was throwing coins okay. and trying to get them into their mouth. And finally, a dime went into this kid's mouth and the kid swallowed it. Now, the reason this bothers me. And he was sleeping? He was, he was like shutting his eyes, resting because they were going home to open presents Christmas Eve from oh, church. Oh, no. Now, the reason this bothers me as much as it does is because this letter was from my fucking cousin and I was in that van and forgot about it. (laughs) (laughs) That's, I mean, that's the most absurd shit. I was like, oh yeah, I remember encouraging you to throw more, more coins. You missed with all the pennies and then you had to up your Annie to dimes. And so... She threw a dime in, my cousin threw a dime in my, my other cousin's mouth. And then what the, the greatest thing about this for me was I had an uncle that when you were in the recliner, he would come by and fart right on your forehead <laughs> and like reverb, right? It would, <laughs> I, there were times where it made you lo- your face look like you were skydiving because it would just ripple your face. I mean, he would just crush it. What a what a family. So this is this is the great part. I got to from above from it. So my grandparents had a uh, like the top floor. Mm-hmm. You could look down and see what was happening in the bottom floor. Okay. And I got I Call got to watch. Loft. I got to watch them sift through my younger cousin's shit, <laughs> and just just all of the times they had farted on me went away. <laughs> Because I was like, yeah, you farted on me, but you have to touch actual shit, you idiots. Oh, it was so great. I definitely thought you were going to be like, I had to sit above and watch my dad convince that child to poop that dime out into his hands. Chad, we're going to make it. I got a new scheme. It's called coin poop. (laughs) That does sound like something he would come up with. 
But anyways, uh, th- thank you for all the messages. It's always fun to kind of read through everything. Yeah, except for, you know, when people are like, hey, dumb shit, you could have just left the pennies in your mouth. Well, I didn't get any of those because I'm not the one that swallowed <laughs> pennies. So it was very fun for me to read the messages. So I have, since the beginning of this year, already lost two debit cards. Okay. And that's not an unusual thing for me. I do three things. That's embarrassing. Really, I know. I do three things really, really well. One, I lose debit cards. Like a like a Guinness Book of World Record holder, I lose debit cards. I buy raspberries that I think I'm going to eat. I eat a handful of them, and then the rest of them get so gross in our fridge that Jenna gets mad at me. Mm-hmm. And I buy chargers from gas stations for my cell phone. The, okay. If I could, if I could, if I could just not eat raspberries and not lose a charger, I would probably have a lake cabin next to you. <laughs> <laughs> so 2020 is shaping up to be a big year for the debit card losses. I lose one. I lost one last week, and so no. I'm at, I'm at a, I'm at a thing, and I have to go to a meeting. Right. So I'm, I'm kind of short on time here. Okay. And I get in my car and I turn on my car and I realize I have like literally zero is on my and I that's that could be the end of the story that I'm that stupid that for three days I hadn't looked down at my dash. But you know, you have the miles till zero. I am on zero. So I have to go to the gas station that's that's right by where I'm at. And I'm in a hurry. I get there. I get out. I'm searching through my pockets. I can't find my debit card. Mm-hmm. I go into the car. I can't find my debit card. It's not in my phone case holder where I normally keep my cards. So I keep a spare 20 in my car hidden, folded up and hidden, because I am stupid and this stuff happens a lot. Also, you just fucked up because I will dig through your car. I will cut the seats open to find that 20. <laughs> <laughs> well, I used it. And I haven't replaced it yet, so I'm sure something's bad's gonna. Ha- I'm sure I'm gonna run out of gas again. You so, know, you all you already look like someone who would wear a necklace with something on it. So why don't you just punch a hole in your debit card and wear it around your neck? That looks like something you would do. It looks like you you have the look of someone that would be like, "Hey, what's up?" And you pull a debit card out from under your shirt. That does seem to fit you. Can't you imagine me sitting at the casino and I'm just explaining to people, "Yes, because I've been I was losing the debit card, and so I thought, well, it still works with a a, a hole punched in it, so debit card necklace." I was like, "Could we can we ban this guy from Canterbury? Can we fucking ban him?" My friend suggested stapling the debit card to my forehead like Harrison Ford did to his hat in one of the Temple of the Doom. I believe it was that movie. But So I find the $20 bill. I head into the gas station to pay. Okay. And there are like seven people in line at this holiday, right? And I... I, I cannot be late to this thing I'm going to. I just and I and very well, must rarely, have not must have not been the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> must have not it definitely wasn't the podcast because there's never a fucking worry about that. <laughs> so I go in and I don't have a moment to spare, Chad. And <laughs> I had to like, I was like, if I wait here for all seven of these people to get their fucking scratcher lottery ticket, <laughs> you can... 
I'm sorry, I can't stop laughing about how you said it sounded so dumb. Be only because it that didn't fit you at all. You were like, I didn't have a moment to spare, comma, Chad. Like, definitely write to me. Okay, I'm sorry, keep going. So so I I know if I have to watch these seven buckets of trash all scratch off lotto tickets at the counter i'm gonna be a level of late that it's a it's a serious issue because like you said it's not the podcast and so i do and, and I, I like they also were doing that thing that i hate i know i've mentioned it on here about gas stations and i'm sure this happens at casey's but there are like f- there were four people working and they were only running one register the other three are like pretending to look at a single like a, a clipboard or some shit like you're not doing anything there's no level of inventory that the three of you are handling open up a second register so i but I do the thing, and I feel terrible about this, where I go around everybody, and I'm just going to drop the 20 and tell her what pump. But I do, I do feel like a huge asshole. So I say, I, I say to everybody in line, I go, guys, I am so sorry. And I say to the woman, I go, I, this is very rude, and I apologize. I'm running super late for something. This $20 is for pump nine. And she looked at me like about a 50, 50 to 60-year-old woman, she looked at me like I was a monkey who had just sign languaged to her. Mm-hmm. And, I, and she was like, like, couldn't comprehend. And so I just, I was like, for pump nine. And I, I slid at her the money. And she goes, well, I, well you, you, you haven't pumped yet. And I go, I know. She goes, well, then you have to prepay. And there's all these other people in line. I go, I know. I go, it's, it's, I'm, I, I want you to pretend like I'm in line. She goes, oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'll do that. You're, you're, yep. This is very important. That's what she said. And I was like, I'm sorry. And then I just left the gas station. Well, don't you know that she has to, I mean, she has a responsibility to watch the person who just bought the lottery ticket, scratch it off, and then give them another chance to buy more with the $4 they won out of the 20 they just spent. You know that, right? That's like a legal thing at gas stations. Isn't that, what do they call it when, uh, when, when what's the doctor's oath? What's it called? The Hippocratic oath? That's the Hippocratic <laughs> gas station oath? Sure First, is. do a lot of harm. <laughs> keep your back turned to several customers and count every pack of cigarette 47 times (laughs) so i go out and do you ever like you know you're wrong and then thankfully somebody else is such a dickhead that the other people who saw you being an asshole are like the guy who came out like gave me a nod like i've been there dude like it was no no issue at all right so i i I pay for my $20. I get to my appointment. Unfortunately, Chad, this is all backstory. Oh, no. (laughs) None of this is the actual story. I just needed to let you know where. Well, it it, it sets the stage. So I, after that, I go and I get a, I go in and I get a replacement debit card after my meeting and I don't have them cancel my card because I think it's somewhere at home. Right. But I go home, can't find it. Okay. So then two days later, I'm at physical therapy and this is not a cool thing. Hey, Bales, when I'm at physical therapy and it's really, really cold out, I leave my car running the whole time I'm inside. 
because mm -hmm. physical therapy is about putting my body in a good place. And when it's freezing cold, your shoulders hike and your muscles tense and it ruins everything. So I do. Very true. I do let my car run for 45 minutes to an hour if it's very cold out during physical therapy. Yeah, we don't need the next generations to have an earth that works as long as size nice and fucking cuddly. But that's why I pee outside. I am canceling some shit out. That's oh, yes, that's right. That gallon of water that goes up into the air and ruins the fucking atmosphere. Right. Gotcha. Keep going. I don't. That's a little much. So I have to I get back in my car after PT and I look down and, and it's at zero again. And you know why it's at zero again? Because all I did was put $20 in it two days ago <laughs> and then never checked back in with it. So I'm at zero, but I don't have anywhere to be. So this isn't like some emergency situation, right? And so I go over to the bank and I get in the car and I'm like, I'm looking and I, can't, I don't have my wallet. So I am, I've now I've realized I've once again lost my replacement debit card. So I am debit cardless. So before I go to the, the gas station, I stop at the Wells Fargo right next to my PT place. And I'm going to take out some money. And the banker there is like, hey, did you know you can put your card on your phone? It's called Apple Pay. And I was like, sure. I never wanted to do that. But I did it. So because I hadn't canceled the card, it's because I thought it was somewhere in my house. Sure. So now I have the debit card on my phone, but he didn't like explain Apple Pay to me. It's just on there. Okay. So I go to the gas station and it's the same gas station. It's the same holiday. Awesome. And it's, I go to it a lot and I get out and I am trying to use Apple Pay at the pump and <laughs> it's... Yes, hay bales, it's not going awesome. And so I go into the gas station and I go up and I it's the same Marlene lady is working the register. <laughs> and I'm trying to use my Apple Pay. And I'm uh -huh. I look like uh I don't know, you know, like when if somebody would give like a caveman a laptop. And he's just like, he's just like trying to eat it and mash it against his forehead and shit. That's, sure. that's how I looked trying to use Apple Pay. I'm just like, just like bashing so, my phone so against the credit card reader. To, to be clear, Marlene has seen you twice yep. and you have been a monkey signing things to her <laughs> and a caveman bashing things. Hey, man. Evolution. Put, put, put a tie on. Go in there and be a human for one day for Marlene. She's watching, she's watching the progress of humanity unfold right before her eyes. <laughs> so I'm just trying to prepay this $20. And uh, she is giving me a real judgy look. And uh, I, she's like, what are you doing? And I was like, I just got Apple Pay and I don't know how to use it. So then I just had to take my lumps. I just had sure. to let her condescendingly be like, what you do is you put your phone near the screen. And when the card comes up, you put your thumb on the phone. It's like, okay, okay well, I lose. You win. You win, Marlene. Congratulations. I, I'm a big, I, dumb fucking ape. I hope she stared at you. And, and did not break eye contact while she was telling you that. She she did that cute little old lady smile. You know, we're like, you know, when you know, when elderly couples hate each other so much that the only thing that brings them joy is each other's like misery, yeah. you know, 
like where like their their husband like they've been telling their husband to lock their truck for like 35 years and is like we live in a safe neighborhood and then finally like all his fishing gear gets stolen and he's like marlene they stole my tackle box and she goes well you should have locked the car dale and she's got that little asshole smirk that's Just what the i was one getting. the one side the one goes corner up. Yep. yeah she's giving me the one corner so I'm like flustered, angry, defeated, embarrassed. I go out, I get in my car, I drive off. I get about two miles down the road and I look down and yeah, I just didn't pump that gas. <laughs> and here's the bummer part. Hey, Bales, you remember when I told you this is the dumbest story that anyone's ever told on this show? Fucking buckle up. We're 50% of the way through. So I pull off, I look for a gas station, I pull off the highway, I pull up to a speedway. Sure. No longer a holiday, a speedway. Okay. I get out of the car, I go in, I I this one doesn't even have the option to because now I'm now I'm cocky. I'm like, ah, I'm gonna I'm gonna use my technology. I think I think I'll use my technology at the pump on this one. <laughs> and I get out and they don't have an Apple Pay at the pump. So I go in and I'm like putting my phone on there and it's not working. And she goes, huh? Well, oh, what kind of phone is that? And I go, it's an Apple phone. She goes, oh, we don't, we don't do Apple pay. We only do Samsung pay. <laughs> now I have a question. Is there any chance that this, she is Marlene on her second shift at a different gas station? <laughs> if only okay. I can't tell you, it's, this is a younger gal. So it might've been Marlene jr. Okay. But she was super nice. So I doubt it. And what the fuck do you mean you only have Samsung pay? Who only has one sort of phone pay? Do you also Who loses two debit cards in a fucking afternoon? That's not the conversation yes, right it now. Is. No, that can be an extra conversation. The conversation right now is, oh, you have oh, you only have Samsung pay? Only was also just Discover card? I have dollars. How about oh, but only ruples and and durkas and and the British pound? What's next? Yeah, we would love to take your internet money. Money side, but we only accept Nokia nuggets here at the Speedway station. <laughs> the fuck are you talking about Samsung Pay? So I go out to my car and I like search my car, like under seats, back seats, like holders, dash, everything. And I had like four ones in my jacket pocket. And which is left over from the valet I pay when I go to Canterbury because uh, uh, daddy lives large at Canterbury. And so I find $5 in change. So I have $9 of cash. So I go in and I give $4 in ones and $5 in change to this gal to prepay $9 of premium gas for my Volkswagen Touring. And this lady is super cool. We kind of laugh about it. She gets it. Everything's fine. And as I'm about to step out the door, I get a phone call. It's from the Vikings. It's about something we have coming up. It's an important call. I have to take it. So I stand in the okay. gas station, take about a 15-minute call, head out to my car, hop in my car, and fucking drive off again. <laughs> <laughs> so I get off. How are on you the alive? What? How are you alive still? I get off on the next exit and somehow like my car does not run out of gas. Like I was like, I expected it to be like duff, 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 duff. as I'm like pulling in, running out of gas. I get out. I'm able to use Apple pay at the, at the pump. I execute perfectly. 
and everything's fine. But yeah, I had to like, can you imagine if I had to call you or hay bales? Cause I was stranded on the side of the road and I had to be like, well, it's been a long day. I'm down two debit cards. I got technology shamed by some 60 year old bitch. Like, and I don't use that word, but eat my ass, Marlene. And like, I, <laughs> it just, I was, I was very thankful when it was all said and done that it's just a stupid story and not me like stalled on an exit calling Jenna, like, will you come pick me up? Oh, I would have loved if you would have called me because I would have been like, nope, save it for the podcast. <laughs> but I'm, nope, save it. Save it for the podcast. <laughs> it's cold. It's so cold outside. Uh, yeah, you're dumb. <laughs> I can almost outdumb you. Not quite. There's no way. I, and here's the thing. I don't, I don't think I'm dumb hay bales, but I, you ever had, like, that was one of those moments where as I sat there. <laughs> Look at hay bales face. <laughs> oh, shit. As I sat there and I had to think about the lost debit cards, the technology shaming, and most importantly, the $29 that I just punted into the air, <laughs> it, was, it wasn't a good feeling. I was reminded this week of some real stupidity on my end. I, okay. I'm going to a bachelor party in Austin, Texas, 30 miles south of Austin, Texas. And it is with uh, the crew, the old serving crew, a lot of bartenders, some servers from the Columbus, Ohio Funny Bone. Oh, wow. I have known these guys for, you know, 15 years and I've stayed friends with them. They all, you know, kind of left the Funny Bone after college, got their, you know, started their real lives. And I've just stayed in touch with them. They come to see me all the time when I'm there and it's fantastic. So we're going to go get into some trouble a little bit south of Austin. But for those of you who aren't sports fans, Michigan and Ohio State, their college football teams, mm -hmm. used to be a rivalry. Now, Michigan, I think, has won twice in the last 20 years or something, so it's really fizzled. But yeah. at the time, it was so intense. They, st they still hate each other a lot. Well, they, they do hate each other. As it's a just not they, competitive. They, they hate each other so much that we saw a guy – a one-legged man on crutches with a Michigan jersey, and we were in Columbus, Ohio, and people were teasing him, you know, that old adage like, one-legged man in an ass-kicking contest. Yeah. They, they were teasing him like, oh, you must be the guy they were talking about, like talking shit about his one leg. And I normally think almost everything's funny because I, people should just get over their shit. Yeah. But I was even like, oh, no. Too, yeah, too much. <laughs> this too is much. crazy. He's not hiding the leg. It's not folded up under his hay bale shorts. <laughs> <laughs> so this is, this is right when we all started hanging out. This is like my second time to Columbus. This guy, Justin, who's getting married, um, he's the guy that, you know, after the show – on uh, Friday night, he goes, hey, we're going down to the Michigan game. College game day is going to be there, which is the big ESPN show that they have with mm -hmm. all the, you know, all the, they talk about all the games all day, but it's going to be live in Columbus. And he goes, you should join us. Here's my number. And so I go, awesome. No problem. But you know, like after you've had a couple beers, everything is fun and awesome <laughs> and everyone's included. So he goes, I'll, I'll come pick you up at the condo at whatever six in the morning so i was like no problem i'll be ready so it's like 6 30 and i don't he's not there yet and so i text him like hey man are you are you coming and he goes oh i didn't know you were serious i'll i'll be there we're all eating at a bob evans i'll run over and get you and we'll cruise back 
So he comes to get me, we get back to the Bob Evans and everyone's done eating and they are jonesing to get down to this, this place. So I don't eat. Uh Oh, yep. He brings me down. Now I know this is a very sorority excuse. But I just didn't eat anything today. It's so lightheaded. There's two things I know about drinking stories. If they start with, I didn't have any food, or I sat in a hot tub for two hours, person's <laughs> gonna person's gonna do some things. <laughs> so we get so we leave Bob Evans. Now, I have I was on the road for two straight weeks, and I brought I got paid in cash the week before I got to Columbus, and I brought all of it, which newsflash. <laughs> Was $600. I was the middle guy. What do you, me at the casino? Keep going. So I get $600 because I think these are college students I'm going to the game with, and we're going to scalp tickets. Maybe some of them won't bring enough money. I just want to yep. make sure everyone has fun. So I have this money. We get down. We pay for parking. We go down to the college game day place. We start drinking beer. Now, it is so busy that there are the lines to the porta-potties. You basically had to piss get in line, get your beer, and then drink your beer in the porta potty line because you knew you were going to have to piss right away when you got up there. So that's what we were doing. So I have the idea, um, hey, guys, why don't we do shots of Jack Daniels, less going in, less coming out. I'm a genius. What did I just pay $29 for gas I'm not going to pump? So we start doing shots of Jack Daniels. Now, there were two very specific instructions that the owner of the comedy club uh, a guy named Dave gave the the crew do not lose Chad right that's what they gave also Justin had a girlfriend at the time named Julie and everyone was like let's not lose Julie so they were they they looked at me a grown man and they looked at Julie, who is like a very smart college gal, and they thought, if we're not going to lose one, it has to be Julie. She's going she's <laughs> gonna to be better for planet Earth <laughs> later on. So I black out before the game starts. <laughs> I come to a couple different times during my journey through campus. Side note, this would be a great, I know this is, and I hate to interrupt, and I know this would never okay. go this way, but this is, this would be the great start to like a thriller movie where you're like, <laughs> don't lose either of them. I black out, and then you just come to both tied up in a basement. Dude, I, I may as well have been. The first time I came to, I was trying to pick the foil wrapping off of a turkey leg I had just purchased. <laughs> I have no idea where I was, but I must have been so hungry. I was like, I got to have a turkey leg. <laughs> and then I bit into the tinfoil and it sent a shock no. through my brain so no. hard that I tipped over. I remember hitting my head. No. Yeah. And then I blacked out again. So Do you think I, you didn't just go unconscious from crushing your head onto some pavement? Not sure. Don't really care. So, so I get up again. Now I find myself so lost. My cell phone won't work because it's back when, when there were a lot of people in an area using cell phones, the towers couldn't handle it. So no one got to use their phone and everyone was okay with it. Cause we were like, it was just five years ago. We didn't even have these. So no one cared, but 
in 2000, in 2020, people are like, what the fuck is wrong with my fucking phone? They freak out. But back then you're just like, all right, I guess we, we did this before we can figure it out. So I'm walking around and I go into a Chinese restaurant to use the phone. And I say, can okay. I use your phone? And the guy says, you have to be a customer. And I say, that's a movie trope as old as time. And I say, all right, I'll, wh what do you want me to buy? And he goes, anything on the menu? I'm not interested in this at this point. So I go, can you give me change so I can use the payphone? And because they still had payphones, that's how yeah. soon we were, you know, to to cell phones. It's, that's how close it was. So he goes, you have to be a customer to get change. And I go, I don't think that's right, but that's okay. Because I didn't know I was eating, you know, whatever. I was so drunk. So I go over to the Seven Eleven next door to get change to use the cell phone. But as I'm, I have a handful of quarters, and as I uh, am leaving. I see one of those machines where you put a quarter in and turn the dial and then a little bit of candy comes out. Yeah. I see Reese's pieces and I'm like, oh, yeah. oh, I could, I could have some of those. <laughs> yeah, you got money as, to spare. You don't have to make four calls. Here's the thing. Soon as I thought that blacked out again, <laughs> next thing, you know, I come to talking to a cop. I thought I was in big trouble. Turns out, I had just been asking him how I get to the comedy club because I'm not going to call anybody. I'm going to walk. <laughs> so he goes, he just Boy. points in a direction and goes, it's that way. No, what a shitty so, cop. So I, so I start running. This is uh, back when I was in good shape. He goes, it's three miles that way. So I go, I, oh, I can do that. So I start running and then I get into this area where I'm like, if I'm wrong, I think I'm running into the countryside. <laughs> So I turn around and run all the way back and I'm going to dig in my pocket to get quarters for the payphone, and I don't have any money left out of the $600 in cash. I don't have any money. All I have in my left pocket is crumpled up tin foil that smells like turkey leg. And my right pocket is fucking filled with Reese's pieces. <laughs> So I must have gone back to get more quarters to empty the machine of Reese's Pieces. Because I used to do this thing where if I got close to emptying it, I would try to empty it all Oh, the way. yeah, yeah, me too. Because if then you, you're like the you guy that cash did it. a Skittle machine, yeah, exactly. you're the king. So finally, I go in and I ask, I ask uh, 7-Eleven, I go, hey, can I use your phone? And the, the guy was like, I'm glad you're back, man. We were worried about you. I'm like, <laughs> everything's cool. I just need your phone. So I call the manager to come get me. He comes all the way from the club, picks me up, brings me back to the club, and I get there just in time to go on stage. Now, this, oh, is, a boy. this is back when comedy clubs had three shows on Saturday. Oh, so this is the 6 o'clock show. This is the early show. So I get there. I'm, my hat fell off when I hit my head, so I look just like a crusty piece of shit. I'm still pretty buzzed up. At one point during the set, I try to put my hand against the curtain because I assume there's a wall there. Well, the wall's two feet behind the curtain, and I just crumble like a pile of shit onto the stage. After my set, I run home because I'm going to take a shower, or I run to the condo, I'm going to take a shower, and I put some soup on, and I'm watching Premium Blend on the couch, and then I wake up because the fire alarm's going off <laughs> because the soup burned. So now there's smoke in the condo. I look at the time. I have to be on stage in five minutes. I fucking, without showering, run back, 
to the showroom, get on stage, do that show. Then I go out to the bar where Bob and Rick and Nick and Justin are all working. And these are all guys that are going to be at the bachelor party. And I go, do you guys have any Advil? I have such a bad headache. And they go, well, why don't you just have another shot of Jack? That'll probably do it. But they give me a lowball glass filled with Jack Daniels. And they, no. go, just, they go, just drink it all. And my head hurt so bad. I was like, you're right. Drank it all. Blacked out again. So I am. <laughs> with a show left to go? I know. I blacked out in the morning shenanigans all day blacked out again at night and these fucking people invited me to a bachelor party what a bunch of psychos it was easy so so dave of course the the owner of the club you did you did what's called the uh the tostitos pizza roll blackout pizza in the morning pizza in no is was, are those the bagel bites but are bagel bites pizza yeah you did the bagel bites blackout Blackout in the morning, blackout in the evening, blackout anytime. I just can't wait because I have been fired from that club a ton. <laughs> and for every reason, it's, I, of course, I should have been, right? Another yeah. time, like, I, I invited the staff back to the condo and we ended up playing condo football where you move all the furniture and use a yeah. toilet paper roll as a football. And we made holes in the drywall and there was blood on the carpet. We took it pretty seriously. And so the fact that Dave lets me back and the fact that these guys want me around during important times in their life is insane to me. And what better way to do this show after I opened up my story by saying sometimes we look dumb and sometimes we look awesome than to have two perfect examples of that. <laughs> I love you. I got to go. go. Nope. Hey, if you guys like this, uh, there will be a new episode next Monday and every single Monday at 8 a.m. So click the subscribe button so your phone sends it to you without having to do any work. <laughs>